Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Learning to Sit Still podcast. I hope you are having a wonderful day. And for those of you who live in the South, like I do, it is definitely starting to feel like spring for sure. Some days the temperature has risen to almost 80 degrees, so I am considering pulling out my flip-flops very soon. For my friends still battling the snow, I can only say I enjoy seeing your pictures and I hope that spring will be right around the corner for you. For today's episode, I just want to share a few simple thoughts from Psalms chapter 1. While many run to the book of Psalms for comfort, healing, and hope, there are plenty of verses that challenge us in our behavior and advise us on the importance of choices, like the very first verse of the chapter. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Here we see that a blessed man is one who has made three choices. First, he doesn't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. As I thought about this for a moment, it occurred to me that where we go to ask questions is important. The world is not the place to find answers about relationships, struggles, or spiritual matters. They are walking in darkness and have no wisdom of their own because God is the source of all wisdom. We need to go to his word for the answers or to trusted godly friends. Now, it's a good thing to seek counsel. Remember what Proverbs eleven fourteen tells us, where no counsel is, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. But the source of our counsel it matters. The world's advice is empty, but God's is reliable and accurate. We need to go there for wisdom. Now, second, this man doesn't stand in the way of sinners. When you stand with someone, it implies intention. You stop to converse with them. We need to be careful who we let into our circle of communication. The people you associate with will have an influence on you and your behavior. Paul tells the believers at Corinth, be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. That is 1 Corinthians 15 verse 33. The choice is ours on who we let influence us. Now, of course, this does not mean you only talk to your family and people from your church. We are always to be polite with everyone we meet and those we work with, but they should not be in our inner circle on a regular basis. Of course, there are times when we must reach out to the lost to be friendly and invite them into our conversation so we can witness to them. But I believe there is a clear line in this verse. Blessed is the man who doesn't stand in the way of sinners. I believe it implies someone who is looking to hang out with these people, not with the intention of being a witness, but of enjoying their company and their activities. We should never endorse or engage in anything that will displease the Lord. Choose your companions carefully. Third, he doesn't sit in the seat of the scornful. A scorner is someone who expresses contempt or disdain for someone or something. I actually looked it up. I wanted to know what was the definition of the scorner, and that's what I found. A scorner of the word of God is a person who has no regard for the things of God and has disdain for anything good or holy to sit To sit is literally choosing to become a part of it, to accept it as, okay, you are joining a conversation, seated conversation. The scorner is one who is beyond help. As it says in Proverbs 13, 1, a wise son heareth his father's instruction, a wise person, but a scorner heareth not rebuke. They literally cannot even be rebuked because they won't listen. This is not someone you want to be with. It can only 
lead to trouble. Now, what's interesting here is that there is a progression in this verse. Someone who walks in the counsel of the ungodly, they go to the world more than to God. Then they stand in the way of sinners. They let down their guard and begin to compromise what they believe. Finally, they sit with the scornful. They associate with them more and more and become active participants instead of bystanders. It is a dangerous scenario, one that will lead to a fruitless life. Remember, we give an account for our life. The choices we make and the people we let influence our behavior, it is all going to be an account that we have to give to God at the end of our life. This is why it is vital that we take a stand for what is right. We make wise choices that are based on the word of God, not the world. Compromise will always take you farther than you ever intended on going because it is little by little, inch by inch. It's like an erosion. It just, over time, you will lose more ground than you ever realized you would. I think of one example in the Bible, a man called Lot who seemed to almost follow this downward slope of this verse. He took the opposite side of it. He looked to Sodom and Gomorrah. He allowed his eyes to do the choosing when Abraham allowed him to decide what section of land he wanted when they were having contention. Abraham said, whichever side you want, I'll take the other side. He went the way of ease and also made a critical choice to pitch his tent towards Sodom. Remember that? He actually pitched it in the direction of Sodom. He was facing it. Lot based his decision like the world on what seemed good to him instead of what was right. By pitching his tent in the direction of a wicked city, he was setting himself up to take the next step, moving inside the city. We don't know how long that took, that progression. He went inch by inch. Maybe he pitched and then he moved closer and closer until finally he was inside the city. This idea almost has the way of sinners, standing in the way of sinners. He accepted their culture and engaged in their activities. He talked with them as friends and even gave his daughters in marriage. He was not a witness to them, but had become one of them. He was so entangled in their culture that when God sent the two angels, they literally had to be dragged out of the city. How did he get to the point where he was hesitant, hesitant to leave the place that was on the tip of being destroyed. It began with compromise, a choice to ignore what was right and give in to the flesh. In the end, it would cost him everything. Remember where he ended up? In a cave with his two daughters. His wife was turned to a pillar of salt because she disobeyed God by looking back. We must make the choice today to be committed or you will end up like Lot. Compromise begins when we let our guard down. To strengthen our hearts and minds, to stand firm, we must saturate it with the word of God as the following verses in Psalms tell us, verses two and three, but his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law doth he meditate day and night and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The man who is blessed is the one who delights in the law of the Lord. We've talked about this. He meditates, he contemplates, he dwells on it all day long. It has become a part of who he is. Remember in Deuteronomy, when thou rise up, when thou sit down, when thou eat, it's supposed to be a part of your day. This is how we avoid the way of Lot. We fix our eyes 
on the truth of God. Just like the tree in the verse, we need to dig our roots deep into the word of God. That is the rivers of water. That is the rivers of life. This is how we will navigate the difficult seasons and become strong Christians. And that is where we will end today's episode. I hope it was encouragement to you. I know it was kind of quick, but I just want to have a reminder of the importance of spending time in God's words daily, taking a moment to sit still and to know God in a deeper way and letting him speak to our hearts, to saturate our minds, to make those choices. Those were three important choices, walking, standing, sitting. Be careful. It is a progression and it's up to you. You have to make that important choice. No compromise. And you don't compromise when you know where you're going, the value of the end of our destination. And remember who will greet us, our Heavenly Father, the one who loves us with an everlasting love. Keep that thought tucked away inside and remember it when the day is overwhelming and you feel exhausted and you're on the verge of compromise. Make the wise choice to seek him. And we seek him in the quiet place. Thank you.